Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about the loan process. We're going to touch base on it again and really go a little bit more in detail of what's going on and what we're, what's happening. You know, with these low rates, you know, the volume has been heavy, and it's not like you can just go hire a bunch of new people and, and be off and running. This is not happening, unfortunately. So the volumes is overwhelming, so all of us are doing overtime, seven days a week, morning, day, and night trying to get the loans in the system, to get them approved, to get them cleared, to get them to the closing table. And we're gonna talk about the process and how it works. Once we have a loan going, I take your loan application over the phone and I do it electronically. So when I take your loan app over the phone, I take it about 15, 20 minutes, and then I put the package together. And once I put the package together, probably like 30, 40 minutes later, I'm ready to send it to you. So I send you a package and what we do is we go over that package and really the most important part is the loan estimate. So when I go through the loan estimate, it's really going over your rate, going over your fees, and how much you have to bring to closing, and what we have to do. So once we go through that, it takes about 20 minutes. And once we go through it and you know your numbers backwards and forwards, and you know your rate, your payment, and cash to close, then we go ahead and you electronically sign the package. So when you electronically sign, you just have to click all the way through the package. It's like 70, 80 pages of clicking. And when you get to the end, if you've missed something, it won't let you finish. It'll send you back to where you had missed. So it's pretty cool. So the electronic is such a new way. I mean, I remember, it seems like forever ago, but it wasn't. It was like, what, two, three years ago? I'd have to take the handwritten loan application, come meet with you, come get it signed, and meet with you. Like, it's amazing how we're getting loans done on a Sunday morning or a, on a Saturday afternoon or a Monday night. Now it's all about convenience with this technology that we have. So pretty cool. We get to work around your schedule and we get to take that loan application when you're available. So it's really pretty neat to do. And it's great. And it doesn't matter where you're at. I've taken loan apps from California, I've taken them here, wherever. It doesn't matter. But remember, I only do the state of Florida. But, you know, people moving to Florida, you know, I've done loan apps and people are out there in California or wherever in the country. So once you do that electronically and that package is signed, then I have a couple of wet signatures that need to get done. So the wet signatures that I have are signatures that uh, need to be uh, signed wet. And so I'll meet with you or email them to you and then you kind of scan and email them back. And what are they? One's an authorization form needs to be wet. Credit card information needs to be wet. And the cybersecurity form, which we have, needs to be wet. So it's like three. And then I email you a secure site. And on that secure site, there's an upload button, which is a secure site. So you open that upload button, and then you can transfer all your PDFs right into that secure site. And we're going to ask you for your tax returns for two years, personal, corporate, if applicable, uh, W-2s, K-1s, 1099s, you know, last 30 days of pay stubs, two months bank statements, not 60-day printouts, but two months bank statements. Need to get a copy of your driver's license, copy of your social security card. You know, if you got leases, we need leases and, you know, things of that nature. And if you own other properties, 
You know, it's like we really get more detailed. We want to see a copy of the monthly mortgage statement if you have a mortgage, copy of the property tax bill, the insurance deck page. So because these are all in your ratios calculation. If you own it, well, I got a lease on it. Well, if you got a lease, we want to make sure you're showing that income on your tax returns. You don't show it on your tax returns. I'm not giving you credit. So very important stuff to keep in mind. So that's why we need all the documents and things of that nature. And the same thing with condos. If you have an owned a condo and you're keeping it, it's a rental, we need a copy of the association. If you're refinancing in the condos, we need a copy of the association management, the coupon, the show, because we're going to include that in there. Hmm. So a lot of documentation to really, you know, put that file together. And remember, the processor has to assimilate it, put it together, get it submitted to the underwriter and get that process going. So we'd like to get those packages as complete as possible. So I give you a pretty detailed list of all the things that we need. You know, if you're self-employed, we're looking for the personal returns, the corporate returns. They're gonna want a P&L statement for the year to date. And also, and we've mentioned this, they're gonna wanna see, a you know, since COVID-19, they're gonna wanna see a last 30 day printout of your business. They wanna make sure you got deposits going in, that you're still employed. So like that kind of stuff. So pretty interesting, more stuff, more layers, but more detailed. You know, when we're processing your loan, you know, I've been noticing these things that I see popping up and, you know, you may have someone's business. Like I got a lady I closed uh, Friday, you know, she works for Steinmart. Well, they filed bankruptcy. And, you know, all of a sudden now you gotta find a little bit more information. You gotta find out what's going on in regards to she still have a job. Got to get a letter from the employer. Yeah, we're going to, you know, like her store was closing, but they're going to put her online and doing something. So on the online. So with that being said, her store was closing. Company filed for bankruptcy. And she got a job. So we're finding more and more of that where, you know, companies are filing for bankruptcy. We don't know, you know, six weeks later, four weeks later that everyone's gone, shut down. It's over. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on that the underwriters are looking, they're looking at. They're looking at your company, making sure that it's still operational and, and hasn't filed. And then of course the concerns. And if you're self-employed, we're looking at your bank statements for your business to make sure you got deposits going in. So it just continues to go on and on and on. So with that being said, you know, they want to make a good loan. They want to make sure you can make the payments and they want to know you, you can still have a job. So really everybody's getting hammered. If you have a company that has a problem, or you're self-employed, they, they're going to find out more and more. Uh, so anyways, with that being said, let's get back to the loan process. Once that loan's in process and it's electronically signed, we got to upload documents, you know, your job is after your home inspection to go shop insurance. And then we are going to order the appraisal after your home inspection. I never ordered appraisal before in case your home inspection is a dud. Uh, I found out over the weekend, I had one loan that canceled out because of a home inspection. Come back on a Tuesday morning, there's another contract. So ready to roll. Thank goodness I didn't order their appraisal. Who wants to spend $450 when they didn't need to? We can spend it one time on the house that passes the inspection. So once we get that going, then you have to, we order the title work and you shop the insurance. We order the appraisal and we submit the loan to underwriting. So when then comes out of underwriting, you know, there's always some stipulations. It's going to happen. There's never just, and I've got the best of the best process. You don't, incredible. 
everything else. But we're going to find more and more that the processors, even though they have complete, beautiful packages, there's always something the underwriter is going to find. So as soon as we reach out to you, please get it back to us as soon as possible. We want to jumpstart it, get it in there because, you know, the volume is so heavy. The loans are sitting in underwriting and then you got them, you know, the stips going back in. You can't order a CD until you get all the stips in and then you can order the CD. So just some things to note on that. And then once we, you know, once we get that file able to order a CD, we've got the figures to the title company sending you disclosures. And then we get the real numbers to the title company a day or two before closing. You get a, a, a CD, which is going to be accurate, like we talked about at the very beginning. But as a reminder, during the process of the loan, you're getting lots of CDs that are all over the place. I mean, up, down, around. You're bringing 5,000 more, 8,000 more, 9,000 more. It's like every phone call I get on that one is crazy. But uh, they just send generic ones out. And I guess it's really just for a rush job to get the, you know, file in and out and gone. So they don't give the proper credits on these disclosures that you get over and over again. They don't give you the credit for the property taxes of the seller. They don't give you the credit for the deposit, the appraisal, possibly a survey. You know, you got lower insurance, no pest inspection. You know, they don't send any, you know, they don't, they don't deduct any of that. So it's kind of pretty much a pain. It is a pain, quite frankly. And I hate to give information that's not accurate, but those are generic and we have to keep telling the people. It is just generic. So then we get the CD done and it's all approved and the package is at the title company. That's where it comes for you to wire your money. And I'm going to be over and over again on that wiring of your funds. You'll never get wiring instructions from your realtor, from your processor, or from me, the loan officer. We don't send out wiring instructions. You will deal with the title company. And that's when you start your relationship at the beginning when you're giving your check for the deposit. So it's a good place to start and have that relationship with them to know you're only dealing with them. And a lot of times these title companies will send wiring instructions, but they won't send the last digit or missing a number. So you wind up calling going, hey, and they're like, okay, good. And then you can wire the money. So they put all their protocols in there as well and uh, about securing and making sure that your wire is safe. And that's really the most important part because that's your money that you're putting down on the house. And we want to make sure that it gets there and we're safe. Uh, and then once we go to closing, you know, most times there's no funding fee or funding number. Sometimes there is. If you're closing on a home, purchasing a new home, they'll want a funding number. So it means the, the title company has to send like certain documents like the note, the mortgage, the till, uh, send, you know, the CD and certain documents to make sure the residential loan application. And then they give you a funding number. But a lot of times there's funding numbers already there. They just say, listen, fund, but we do want you to send the package up to the, you know, to the lender so they can review the documents before you overnight it that day. Funds will be there. I don't recommend that you close at eight or nine in the morning because we've got to get the wire there. And sometimes the wires get to about 10, 10, 30, 11, 11, 30. So if you can do late morning, that's preferable and to get your wire, make sure it's there. And so we can close so that, and, and when you do your wire, really what I recommend that you do, when you do your wire to the title company, you know, the wire only takes an hour, but when you go to your bank, certain banks are bad, I'm not gonna name them, but they'll go ahead and they'll do their wires certain times of the day, 
or they'll get busy and they'll go forget about it and do it late day. And that's a problem because we've got no money or your money for the closing. So really what you want to do when you go to the bank is you want them to make sure they do the wire right then and there. You get a receipt and proof that they did the wire. That way, you know your wire is gone. And that wire should take no more than an hour, ever. Always about an hour. So, you know, you can do it that way, but you definitely want to make sure you stay at the bank, wait for them to do the wire, not let them say, okay, we'll get it out today, because today is not going to work, because it's going to be late in the day, and they'll forget. And so that's a problem. And there's this one bank. Oh, my gosh. Every time I get afraid when I see that bank, they got to wire their money because they won't do it. They got their certain times. They'll do it like in the afternoon. Everyone's freaking out. They don't care. So basically, you just want to get that wire done and not mess around so you're covered. And that's it. That's once your wire hits and you go to closing, you're funded, you own your house or you refinanced your home. So just some things to note. And I just wanted to share like the loan process. So the real process of the loan really needs everybody involved. It takes loan officer, it takes you, it takes the processor, the underwriter, takes the appraiser, takes the insurance company, it takes the underwriter. I mean, all these people are involved in getting this deal done. And so, you know, your home inspection, getting your four point, your win. If the problem has a house and you can't get your four pointer win, seller's gonna do the repairs to get them moving to get that done. So, you know, everything's orchestrated for everyone to move together to get us to the closing table. And there's a lot of moving parts. And what I'm finding more and more is just things aren't just that simple anymore. You know, there's always something that's gonna be in there that might be a little difficult. And I just wanna share that with you. It's just never that easy. There's so many moving parts, something can the way and you just got to work with it and make it happen so i hope this has been helpful to you if you'd like please go to my website www.ddamortgage.com i have some great great articles kind of giving you updates and what's going on i have great videos and my podcasts are on there and it gives you an opportunity to learn and grow and find out what's going on if you're a newbie and never bought a home, perfect place for you. If you've been buying homes and you've done it many times, still there's great information to learn. And really what we want to do is just make sure that you are learning, we're educating you, and that you are growing with us, with the changes that we have during the things that are going on. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for buying in Florida. I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage, and we'll look forward to next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.